Welcome to the Pella Great Price Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 22nd of May, and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1762, and we travel to Rome, where the famous Trevi Fountain was finished by Panini, and was officially opened and inaugurated on this day by Pope Clement XIII. For many years, the city of Rome's fortunes and international prestige was, was been linked to the papacy. Since Rome was never an important industrial or commercial city, its citizens, from the small shopkeepers and innkeepers to the great banking families, had depended economically on the presence of the papal curia and the large numbers of pilgrims, prelates, and litigants it brought to Rome. In the 1280s and 90s, Rome was torn by the bitter rivalries between the Colonna, Orsini and Annibaldi families. And when Clement V moved the papal residence to Avignon in France in 1309, the city was left to its factional strife and economic decline. The popes in Avignon, especially Benedict XII, were able to maintain a tenuous rule over the city. However, they were dark times. The Black Death reduced Rome's population to less than 20,000, and the city staggered through the last half of the 14th century. Hope increased with the return of the papacy from Avignon in 1377. But there was no immediate improvement. It was described then as a city filled with huts, thieves and vermin. And wolves could be seen at night in the neighbourhood of St Peter's. However, under Pope Martin V, a member of the Colonna family, Rome emerged as a Renaissance city. And it began a period of papal rule that lasted until 1870. Although Martin was neither a builder nor a patron of the arts, he laid the foundations of government and the apostolic vice-chamberlain as governor of Rome, controlled offices, finances and the city's statutes. The surrounding papal states in central Italy increasingly came under the firm control of papal officials. During the 15th century pontificates, the squalid, narrow streets of medieval Rome were widened and paved. And new Renaissance buildings replaced crumbling structures. The popes attracted scholars and artists from across Italy, such as Michelangelo and Raphael, See the podcast of March the 6th. And Rome flourished economically under the Renaissance popes. Banking by the popes, with the help of the Medici family of Florence, stimulated a flow of capital into the city. See the podcast of January the 16th. Rome once again had become a great consumer of imported luxuries yet it still had little large-scale industry or commerce. The sack of Rome in 1527 by Charles V, the Holy Roman Emperor, ended the city's preeminence 
as a Renaissance centre. And in a matter of days, hundreds of churches, palaces and houses were pillaged and destroyed. But Rome recovered. With a vast programme of city planning by Sixtus V and his architect, Domenico, who laid out new roads, the basis still for the modern street plan of Rome. He also built the Vatican Library, saw the completion of St. Peter's Dome, rebuilt the papal palaces of the Vatican, the Quirinale and the Lateran, refurbished the squares in front of them and built a new square at Santa Maria Maggiore. He re-erected several ancient Egyptian obelisks found among the ruins and restored a great number of fountains clearly beloved of the Romans. Fortunately, his project to convert the Colosseum into a wool factory came to nothing. By 1600, Rome again was a prosperous cosmopolitan city with a population now of more than 100,000. And Rome's noble families built fine palaces, patronised the arts, whilst manoeuvring to win high positions in the church's hierarchy. The highest prize of all, the papal crown, brought wealth and status to the wearer's family. But as corruption and bribery within these circles became a way of life and stimulated the Reformation, the influence of the papacy and of Rome declined throughout Europe and even throughout the Papal States. The Trevi Fountain is one of the oldest water sources in Rome, dating back to the construction of the Aqua Virgo Aqueduct in 19 BC. The fountain was built at the end point of the aqueduct, at the junction of three roads. And these three roads, the Trevia, gave the Trevi Fountain its name, the Three Street Fountain. In 1629, Pope Urban VIII, finding the early fountain insufficiently dramatic, asked Benigni to sketch possible renovations. But the project was abandoned when the Pope died. Competitions had become popular during the Baroque era to design buildings, fountains as well as the Spanish steps. And in 1730, Pope Clement XII organised a contest in which Nicolas Alvi initially lost to Alessandro Galilei. However, there was then an outcry, due to Galileo being from Florence, and Salvi was awarded the commission anyway. He died with his work, half finished, and Giuseppe Benini was hired to replace him with four different sculptors to complete the fountain's decorations. It's still visited every year by millions of people who will throw a coin over their shoulder into the water for luck. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the Baptist slave revolution in Jamaica. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you have time at www.pogp.net And if you'd like to respond directly, then as always, the email is pogppod at gmail.com 
Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.